0: Today on Gamer Head Radio, we lost a goat and gained a skunk. Gamer Head Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen to Gamerhead Radio. I'm of course Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man of a thousand beards. All rolled into one. Just right here on my face. Um, and of course, um in front of me, getting second chair this time around because we're we're missing a, a, a regular host here, uh, is of course Charlie.
1: Technotronicorn Worthly.
2: Candy Mountain, Charlie.
1: Everything is going to plan. I've moved up the second chair. (laughs) Little does Goat know I orchestrated the entire Dope tour just to get him out of the podcast. That had to be Ah, expensive. ah, I don't want to talk about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And of course, Goat's not here this week. He's on tour with Dope because he apparently knows people and he's way cooler than we are unfortunately. Whatever. Um and so sitting in his chair uh is Mr. Dan Lotkey. Yes. Uh aka Skunk, uh, which is apparently a nickname he has which I didn't know about last time you were here otherwise I would have let off with that. Um he he doesn't okay. smell bad. He just used to have a white streak in his hair which is why the why the It was fantastic. <laughs> um so dan welcome uh welcome back to the show um you know but, since you were here for our e3 extravaganza not here physically mm-hmm. since we you know we've changed studios since then but you know i was gonna say you guys
3: just really knew how to color the room to liven it up <laughs> <laughs> it's charlie's fashion
0: sense <laughs> um oh thank you <laughs>
1: well you know you're, you're i think you're, we have michelle to thank for that <laughs> you're you're more organized than both adam and i could. no no he was right I'm the woman in the relationship, I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, as long as you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, so, uh, interesting weekend in games. I'm told that apparently uh, Eurogamer Expo is going on in London right now, which I wasn't aware was a thing. I've never, I don't think I've ever even heard of that before. I, I wasn't aware of it. Uh, September 26th through the 29th is the 28th or something. So yep. yeah, so it's going on right now, but whatever um still pretty uh pretty slow weekend games um fifa 14 came out last week for all you soccer any soccer fans here whatsoever nothing no nothing? okay nope um and there's that that crappy new uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles game is also out on psn um oh final F- here we go final fantasy 5 just got released to android for probably like what fucking 16 50, bucks, f- 56 16 bucks. Okay, I was gonna say 56 um, for some
4: reason.
3: Yeah, I looked that one up yesterday, kind of tempted, but then I was like, no,
0: not for 16 bucks. I, for I already own it on Game Boy Advance, I don't need to. Um, Advance, yeah, I think it was whatever. Um, then coming up, we've got uh, the release of Rain. That really neat looking uh, PlayStation exclusive that no one's talking about, um, NBA 2K14, which again, no basketball people here. okay. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then whatever the heck flashback is, what? if that's the
3: same one that was on Sega, it was an amazing game. Hard uh, as hell, but amazing.
0: This is apparent uh, flashback is apparently a game developed by the original game designer with a science fiction platform video game remake of the original nineteen ninety two flashback, although it's being published by Ubisoft. So yeah. So there's that. It's already out on Xbox Live Arcade, but apparently it's coming to PC. Um So there. That that it's that's,
1: that's a boring weekend games, but whatever. Um Is there anything interesting coming out? Between Grand Theft Auto 5 and the new consoles? Yes. But, Pokemon? <laughs> I'm sorry, anything I would care about. <laughs> uh,
0: Zelda Wind Waker HD on the 4th. Okay. Possibly. Um, if you had a 3DS, I'd recommend Ace Attorney. but Because oh, okay. uh, I, I actually think you'd really like the Ace Attorney. I played game. the first one. I, I think you'd like the rest of them. Okay. <laughs> so you can already get Wind Waker HD on the... Uh, you the you can get it digitally, but it's coming out physical... Which is great for me because I'm not a big fan of digital games yet. I have a reason I'll switch over eventually, but especially on the Wii U. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's coming out physically on uh, on August fourth. Wow, um, <laughs> October fourth, uh, which I'm excited yeah. about because I opted for the little like limited edition that comes with a Ganondorf statue and stuff like that. Uh,
1: um, yeah, I um, if I had. Like if there was a place in my in my life for mobile gaming, I would probably play Pokemon and these other games we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I I owned a um a PSP and a DS Lite, and I like I I played them when I first got them just because it was a new thing and I had to use it, and then they just took up space in my man bag that I and I just never went back space to them. Space in and, your man bag. Well, you know whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, also um, coming
0: out also coming out between now and when the new consoles launch, uh, Beyond Two Souls.
1: Ah, okay. Um on the 8th.
0: Uh you guys don't care about Skylanders as much as I do. Uh Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Ooh, what, what's the date for that? Uh, Lego Marvel?
1: Yeah. October 18th. Nice. Um Which, yeah, Michelle and I have played all of the Lego games together. They are they are, our, fantastic. they are our favorite games to play together.
0: Uh Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, okay. Coming out on the 25th uh, of what month?
1: October. Oh, we're still on October, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Assassin's Creed 4 coming out for current-gen consoles and the Wii U um, on October 29th, along with Battlefield 4. I don't think any of us care about Battlefield, do we? I, 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 I might. I'll play the uh, campaign.
1: I might care about it. Really? Okay, whatever. Um. I, 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 look, I, I look at the Call of Duty and the Battlefield games like I look at uh, Jerry Bruckheimer movies. Are they good movies? No. Are they really fun to watch? Yes.
0: Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll accept that. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Call of Duty Ghost comes out on November 5th. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely a a number of big releases coming out between now and when the new consoles launch, but it's not as many as usual because, you know, new consoles are coming out. That's actually a lot
1: more than I was aware of. Like, I thought they were all coming out more in November, like, more in the holiday season, so that's good. Yeah, see,
0: I'm glad they're a little bit more spread out because I remember the past two years, there's always been one release date, which, like, five games I want come out on. Um, Instead, this year, there's just two dates a week apart where I'm going to drop $900 on video games yeah. and it's all hardware. So yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit different this year. Um, but anyway, uh, let's start off with Dan this week. Dan, what are, you've, you've got a list of stuff you've played this past uh, week.
3: Let's see. Played a little bit of uh, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix HD. Very nice. Which, still as fun as the original. Of course. Uh, played a little more Tales of Zillia. Just grinding away in that one. I think I'm overpowered in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like Nino Cooney, which I've been playing. I think I'm overpowered in that as well.
0: That's the way to play. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, when all the monsters in the area keep running away from me and I have to chase them to get into a battle, I'd say I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pulled thirteen two back out, dusted that off just because of the. DLC that I downloaded. Yeah, I, I
0: I looked at his list before the before we started recording. And I'm just like, really, thirteen? Okay, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know, it wasn't a bad game by any means. I mean, Dan, for for uh, to bring you guys up to speed, Dan is the one with a Final Fantasy 13 tattoo. Of the... That's the Lassie mark, right? Yeah,
3: the Lassie mark. Which, fully which open
0: Which is fucking awesome, and I'm jealous, but, you know. <laughs> oh, just wait till you see my next one. I've, I've shown you the outline the, the, of the, it. The, yeah, the Kingdom Hearts one? Yep. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be... Anyway, continue. now with your list. And uh Epi I play too.
3: Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, also. Nice. Which... Nice, it's okay. Something with the mobile platforms of them, I just cannot keep interested. It takes me a it's, while it's to a get li- through. It's, them.
0: it's a little get used to. Let me let me. It's definitely a lot better than the re- regular DS games because the D you, the DS games you just had the D pad to work with for movement and stuff like that. At least with the 3DS, you have the circle pad, which is a little bit better for 3D movement. But so you 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 actually played more than I have this week, and you have the full time job that and the other job. So it's. and and the kids and the kids yes man oh well Charlie on the other side of the spectrum I have played nothing nothing
1: absolutely nothing he's he's played the game called Life (laughs) and not the board game that takes like an hour to set up I uh, like not even anything on like my iPad or my phone or just anything. I have played nothing. Man. I um yeah, I'm not not really happy about it, I'm not really proud of it. But well, um that's well, okay. We is, all have
0: those we all have those weeks where we just can't get to it or we're burnt out or something like that. So it is what it
1: is.
3: Yeah, oh
0: well. Um let's see, I finished playing Grand Theft Auto Five last week. I started um uh Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons, uh Game Boy the- Color game, except I'm playing it on three D S because they released it on three D S. Um, I also actually started playing a little bit of Raymond Legends, um, which of course Still Charlie's ears perked up about yeah. what I, I mentioned. Uh-huh. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, really enjoying it, you know. It, obviously, you know, I had no doubt in my mind that I would enjoy it. How far are you? Uh, I just finished the second world. Okay, with the, uh, the Toad the, world, right?
1: The Toads. Toad yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. The yeah that one. Um, I've been playing it in little spurts. Like I've like every day where i've had a significant amount of free time which hasn't been the past 2 days but before that um i'll finish a dungeon in uh zelda and then i'll go and play through a world in rayman legends and i'm not i'm not like a completionist or anything like that so i'm just kind of running through them i mean i might go back if there's like an easy secret or something like that or if a level was really really fun um like the two musical levels i've unlocked i'm pretty sure i've played each of them half a dozen times by now nice <laughs> just because you know <laughs> yeah musician
1: yeah. um do you know what the rest of the songs are? That that are for the the other music levels?
0: No, I've only played the first two, the okay. the Castle Rock one and then the Symphonic whatever one.
1: Yeah, they've um they've uh they they released like videos. Okay. Like pre before the game came out like it's yeah. like like the like, gameplay videos like, you know, they pretty much released uh you know, like playthroughs of like all this stuff. Yeah. So I unfortunately I knew what they all were going in because then yeah, yeah
0: i, I kind of wanted to go dark on it because i remember when i first played you know the, the castle rock level on the demo when it came out yeah so long ago oh, it, man. it was it was it was such a cool feeling mm-hmm. and, you know just running around running along and suddenly din, 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 and I'm like no. that moment <laughs> where you realize what's happening
1: was one of the yeah it's one of my favorite <laughs> that, gaming moments of
0: last year so that, that's why i've been trying to stay dark on it just so nice. i can be surprised it's just like oh my god i know this song
1: you know and stuff like that so that's the level that hooked me in the demo that's the, that's probably yeah, the level yep. that hooked everybody. <laughs> in that, 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 yeah, that was the consensus of the people who had Wii U to play the demo in the Players Club at the time. It was like, hey, "Have you guys played this yet? Yeah, it's alright." And then it was like, "Well, after finishing the demo, I'm buying this game." <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was amazing. And but then I, We had to wait, but it was. And por- then we had to wait. So, but it was, it was worth it. You know, Charlie finally justified his Wii U purchase, and yep. Goat was mad that he doesn't have a Wii U anymore. So. <laughs> it was- so it all works out, um, but of course we have a new temporary segment while Goat is out of town. Uh, what did he want us to call it? Goat remote, remote goat, remote, remote, remote. goat, it's something, it's something yeah. like that. So Goat sent us a couple of voicemails here. Let's uh, let's listen to the first one here.
4: Hey guys, it's uh, Goat checking in, making sure everything's going smooth. Uh, I'm out. Where am I today? I am out in Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua, it's as interesting as it sounds. Um, <laughs> so not very. Haven't got much gaming going, because I'm working with Dope on Tour, as everybody knows. Um, make sure Dan keeps up his end of the bargain, and, and is a complete asshole to everyone in my absence. I'll well, check with you, you guys next week from wherever the hell I am then. Later, <laughs> <Lair>, boys.
0: <laughs> so, uh, those of you that couldn't hear, um, the GOAT is apparently in Nashua, New Hampshire. Um which apparently isn't a very interesting place. And he's want, he wants to make sure that Dan is a total asshole to everyone. So fuck you all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Okay. So, uh, an unfortunately light news week, um, Except for one particular story which Charlie's gonna be the star of today, but Yay. that's we'll we'll uh we'll get to that later. I'm useful. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you're always useful. <laughs> I'm just usually more behind the scenes useful. Yeah. <laughs> um So coming at number f where's my pen? There it is. It's it's not in my beard like it normally is. Uh coming at number five. Uh, i don 't know if you guys are aware of this, but china's actually had a ban on video game consoles for about twelve years now um you know they they uh since they're not manufactured locally or, or they might be manufactured not sold what i don't know i don't know i don't know why they're banned but they're banned
3: so
1: something they're... about corrupting youth
3: yeah,
0: yeah I i wouldn't doubt it um that could never be a
1: problem <laughs> <laughs> I know not you know apparently somebody uh, over there watches Fox News. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is how Americans act. You know, that was a really bad Chinese person impersonation, (laughs) but I don't care. (laughs) Moving Uh, on. So anyway, so uh, China's uh, China's got a console ban, so but they don't really strongly enforce it. I mean, they have a whole like gray market where you can still buy like you know. Uh, PSPs and DSs and Xboxes and Playstations and stuff like that, but it's always been, you know, something that you kind of have to smuggle into the country more than anything. Um, However, uh, China is taking steps to lift the console ban in terms of, uh, you know, being able to actually sell them and things like that. Um, There's going to be a new free trade zone set up in Shanghai that, as far as I can tell, is literally just being referred to as the Shanghai Zone. Which sounds like some kind of futuristic, you know, seventies. That top zero.
1: Movie. <laughs> I think that was an F
0: zero. Um, all that smog. It was. It was. It was such a hard <laughs> level to get to. Um, so this is going to be a free trade zone where international companies can buy and sell and trade goods and stuff like that, like video game consoles. The problem here lies in that a lot of people think that these consoles aren't going to do very well anyway because a lot of free-to-play gaming and, like, online gaming have taken China by storm um makes sense well yeah like like video games live you know video games live has done a couple shows in like beijing and hong kong and stuff like that but when they go they tailor their show Mm -hmm. entirely to like world of warcraft because no one else knows what any of this stuff is you know no one knows
1: league of legends and starcraft right
0: you know no no one knows what like you know uh, and, and no one knows what shadow of the colossus is over there no one knows what silent okay some people know what this stuff is but you know right um but this is this is a pretty big deal. I mean, this, this, uh, this means that you'll actually be able, if you live in China, which if you live in China and you're listening to our podcast, it's really cool and weird at the same time. Because <laughs> um, you've gotten around the firewall, apparently. Um, it, it, it's cool because that means that, you know, more people are going to be able to play these games and that, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe Chinese developers will actually be able to, like, you know, make games outside of China for once, and we won't have all these knockoffs. Or maybe the knockoffs will come to us, and it'll be awesome. Um. So yeah, what what do you what do you guys think about this? Do you think it's something that should have been, you know, something that should have happened before? Do you think the console ban was silly in the first place? You know, it's.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's it's you can't really say. it You know, like, I I think it's silly, but I'm an American. I mean, like I have a completely different mindset and mentality than the people of that China do. I mean, it's just true. A completely different culture over there. Yeah. Um. You know so it's um yeah i'm i'm you know not to not to stand here with like an american flag in one hand and like a beer in the other but but i I have the beer but it's you know it's you know it's from england so i don't know if that counts for anything (laughs) newcastle (laughs) um you know, it's it's it makes me happy to see that you know China is becoming you know less closed off from like the rest of the world as this kind of thing is. But then on the other hand, it's like you mentioned the Great Firewall of China. It's like for yeah. those for, for those that aren't aware, like pretty much everything that we take for granted here, as far as the internet's concerned, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, like all that stuff, they they've blocked like off Google, like as it is here. Yeah, they exactly. Have their
0: own like extremely. Sensitive oh, what is version it called?
1: Um, you uh, don't remember the name of the right China name. Google. <laughs> <laughs> um they um you know all that stuff that we just take for granted you can't even get to over there because the country on a on like a country scale has this stuff firewalled off like yeah you know there are people like people who know what they're doing like can get around the firewall like proxies and things like that right but um but you know still it's um you know so it's like okay great the consoles are going to be available and then you know whatever disc-based games manage that manage to get into the country are going to be playable but like all the online Aspects of the of the consoles, like all those things, I'm sure are still not going to work. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to go to Netflix or YouTube on these consoles. Like the right. services aren't available right. over there, anyways. You know, even probably aside from the firewall. So right. it's 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 kind of um you know it's it's a step in the right direction, but still it's uh, it, you know in in what I consider to be a right direction. But yeah. um you know it's uh, it's definitely not. I don't. I don't think it's like the um like a watershed moment in history, you know, kind of yeah. thing. Like, yeah, when, when they if slash when they decide to drop the firewall, that will be a big deal.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and then we'll suddenly see a spike of Facebook accounts being created in Asia that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Do you guys think the consoles are going to struggle at all as a result of you know having this whole free to play and online culture? Or? I think they may struggle just because
3: of the whole fact that they've been banned for so long that people really probably won't be like, oh, well, we need it, but there'll be that group that, you know, been going against this ban and everything that, like, oh, yes, we can finally get it, so it'll work well with them, but other people, it'll just kind of just be like, eh, we can get councils, but we've got all this other stuff so yeah. why even worry about it
0: you know I, I I'm Charlie did you have something I was to say? just
1: because I, I think it's, you know it's as far as whether or not they're gonna do well I think it just comes down to like it's the it's the human nature to want what you cannot have yeah. and so like as soon as they become available people are gonna be like I can buy this now and they're all gonna go you know uh, you know there's gonna be the that early, that rush of early adopters to go out and pick it up because yeah. they, they've wanted one but couldn't get one yeah uh, you know at least the people who didn't get one off the black market or whatever yeah and then but then like you know it, it'll just be a matter of what those people say about it. it's like yeah I have a console but I have no games. I can't do anything. With yeah, them.
0: I uh, I'm reminded of, um, you know, I, I've said several times I work at Best Buy and uh, there was one time there was one night where I was working at Best Buy. I was working in the video game section. I was just like straightening shelves. It was like the slowest night ever for anyone to be working at a Best Buy. Um, and then suddenly this tour bus stopped by off the tour bus was a sea of Chinese people a, a uh, literal sea of them. Like it just just there had to be at least a hundred of them. And all of them came to Best came into Best Buy at the same time. And sure enough, all of them are looking at all of this cool stuff that they can't get in China. And they they were speaking like Mandarin and stuff like that, you know, and, and you could you know you know how you could tell like you know, between Asian ethnicities and stuff like that, like Korean and Chinese and stuff like that, how you can tell like where, where they different fit into dialects if you're not and... certain. Yeah. Um, they were speaking Mandarin, so I, I, you know, and they're asking me all these silly questions like, you know, this was before the Vita came out, and they're like, is the PS Vita out yet? And I'm like, no, that's not out till February. And it's like, oh, we have it already. And I'm like, no, you don't. You have a knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, and stuff like that. It was the weirdest thing, but everyone being so fascinated over everything. It was, but it was it was definitely, uh, you know, an interesting thing to see. So, I, I wonder if this is going to mean we're going to have more free-to-play games show up on, like, you know, like Xbox Live and stuff like that. You know, as a result of trying to cater to a more international market. But, you never know. You never know. It could be interesting to see. Uh, coming in at number four... Something that, if Goat were here, he'd probably be really angry about. So, Dan, you're going to have to be really angry once I start talking about this news story. Can you
1: handle that? I can try. Okay. Your inspiration is you hate people. Go. Everyone no. must die. <laughs> yeah, Good start. No, Good start. He's, Good getting, start. There. he's <laughs> getting there. He's getting there.
0: I mean, he's he he a post office worker, so he's already got the insanity going, I think. <laughs> oh, there's enough people I hate on that route. <laughs> Do any of them listen to the podcast? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, so anyway, um, so Super Smash Brothers has a new character, and by new character we mean newly revealed, not, you know, brand new. Um, Toon Link is going to be in the new Super Smash Brothers.
1: Why? <laughs> Thank you, goat. <laughs> oh, wait. Um... I was convinced.
0: <laughs> I I actually kind of had that reaction too. I mean, you know, uh, remember weeks ago when you know, when Goat and I did our Smash Brothers like trilogy, um one of the characters that we both unanimously said we can get we can get rid of without, you know, having any sort of you know, regret or anything like that was Toon Link because he's not very diversified like, from, you know. Is it just going to be like Link same moveset and everything just we Looks aren't different. sure. Um I mean cuz Toon Link was in Brawl and he had virtually the same moveset as regular Link oh. except a couple of the moves did different things like he had fire arrows instead of regular arrows. Um his bombs had a little bit of a bigger blast radius to them, stuff like that. So little tweaks. Um but a, a lot of a lot of the changes were purely aesthetic rather than, you know, actually you know, making it a whole different character worthy of an entirely different slot. Um, I suppose I don't know what I was was expecting, considering, you know, we we we're like I said at the top of the episode, we're about to release Wind Waker HD on the Wii U next week. So it, it does make sense that they're doing
3: it, but at the same time, like you guys talked about before, just have him as like a costume or something. Like, be able to switch instead of giving him his own slot, just
0: be able to kind of switch between him and regular link. That wouldn't make sense. And he, and with such subtle tweaks, I mean, I'm really hoping that they've actually given him like a full on new move set. Although I'm not count. Excuse me. I'm not counting on it. Um, Because there have been games that have come out since brawl where he had, you know, variously different moves, such as like, you know, um, you know, Spirit Tracks came out since then. Maybe his super now could be, you know, hitting your opponents with a train or something, so... That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing, but, you know, I'd play as Toon Link just so I can say I hit my en- enemies with a train. Um, we could call in the boat, and then three hours later, the fight ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it, A bit of an interesting paradox, too. In the 3DS version, there is a, a Spirit Tracks-inspired... Level and Toon Link has already been shown to be piloting the train in that level, you know, j- not as a character or anything like that, just like in the background. So now there's going to be this weird time paradox where you can play as Toon Link while he's also
1: piloting the train. Oh, that's like, um, injustice when you can like fight as Doomsday when Doomsday is like tied yeah, up in the background, exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So it,
0: it's, it's whatever. I mean, I, I. I... I really hope they don't cut too many spots from the roster because at this point, like, you've shown off that you're bringing back at least one clone from the Smash Bros. series. I'm not okay with putting in clones and then cutting characters that could have actually been worth something. Like, I really fucking want Mewtwo back, but that shouldn't surprise anybody, (laughs) especially the people that are in this room. But, you know... um. So yeah, so if if you've been dying to play as Wind Waker-style Link in Smash Bros. again, you'll have your chance. Yay. (laughs) Dan sounds excited. (laughs) Uh, Coming in number three, um, Kotaku ran a story a couple days ago called How LucasArts Fell Apart, Um, and the coolest things that were brought out from this article was stuff that LucasArts was working on before they actually went under a couple months ago or I should say several months ago rather cuz it was almost a year ago actually I think um so uh so so you know a lot of uh concept art for Star Wars 1313 which was that really cool looking game that everyone thought was next gen and probably was going to be next gen um that had like platforming and shooter it was basically Star Wars uncharted and it looked amazing. It, it looked awesome. Um, a bunch of concept art came out for the game. Uh, it was confirmed that the game would have focused on, um, you know, uh, uh, soft-spoken badass Boba Fett um, from the, you know, from the 4, 5, and 6 trilogy. Um which, and you, you you wouldn't begin in, you know, Boba Fett's traditional Mandalorian armor and stuff like that, and then you'd actually gain it, and you would, you know, go th- into Coruscant at levels 13, 13, and 13, 14, um, and then you'd actually, it'd basically be like Star Wars Bounty Hunter 2, you know, but, which would have been a great game. Which would have been Finally great, him. I mean, Bounty Hunter 1 was a pretty, did you ever play Bounty Hunter 1, either of you? I'm guessing Charlie didn't, because I don't think he's much of a Star Wars fan.
1: No, no, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, but no. uh, which game? Uh, the, the Star Wars Bounty Hunter. I actually, I don't even remember that
0: one. Yeah. Uh, you played as Django Fett. Um, you basically went through these levels. What system was that on? Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter.
1: Yeah.
0: You you went through these levels and you. Uh,
1: no, what what system was
0: it on? Uh, PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and PC. I,
1: don't even I think remember I
0: remember that. looking at it, just never actually picking it up. I remember, yeah. I remember thinking it was a great idea, and then I only picked it up like three years later. I played it, and the controls were a little janky with like jetpack controls and stuff like that. But it was a legitimately cool game. Um, you went through these levels and you collected bounties you know and you, you would get these little blips on your heads up display that's like you know be on the lookout for this guy he's wanted this much dead this much alive and uh, you know m- obviously most characters were wa- were worth more alive than dead except for one guy which was worth more dead than alive which was never makes sense <laughs> it, it was it was weird but I'm just like fuck it okay I took out a flamethrower <laughs> and just torched him and it was just like okay that was easy don't have to tie him up. Don't have to drop him down a chute. Nothing. Just, you know, just fucking nuke him. Um, but it was a really good game and it sounds like Star Wars 1313 would have followed in those footsteps and it probably would have done really well because you slap Boba Fett's face on anything and for some reason it does incredibly well in sales. Um, so that's, uh, something unfortunate. Um, also, other games that LucasArts was apparently working on, uh, they were doing an, they were working on an HD re-release of uh, classic point-and-click adventure game, Day of the Tentacle, which was amazing. That game was so much fun. I think might have actually been before my time, <laughs> and I kind of feel bad for admitting that. But it's, you know, it's a Tim Schafer game. You know, any Tim Schafer game that gets re-released and suddenly where'd all this money come from? You know, and especially because the Monkey Island re-releases on uh, Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, and uh, Steam, they did very well, because, you know, a lot of people who never got to play the original Monkey Island games, they got to play it suddenly. And those people who did play them back in the day got to re-experience them with, you know, updated graphics and voiceovers and music and, and all this cool stuff. So it's really bad. I remember playing the
3: first Monkey Island on Sega CD. Man, Yeah. Show my age there.
0: <laughs> that, that's okay.
3: That, that's... Do you
1: still have it?
0: Yes, I do. Nice. <laughs> that might be worth something now. And then again, I'm... a Sega CD. It probably isn't. <laughs> um, so I can... I, 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 I'm I'm actually really disappointed because I really wanted to play Day of the Tentacle, and I I you know I've said it before. I don't like pirating games. Um, and there's no legit way to get my hands on it right Not now. Not even like
1: good old games or anything. No, like
0: that? really. Well, because well, keep in mind, because it was owned by LucasArts, and uh, LucasArts, all of LucasArts stuff now, owned by Disney. Right. And there's no way Disney is going to, like, a ton of old LucasArts stuff I want to play. I want to play Day of the Tentacle. I want to play Maniac Mansion. I want to play uh, Grim Fandango, for God's sakes. Mm. I mean, every, I hear so many people talk about how amazing Grim Fandango is and was, mm. and I never got the chance to play it, and I wish more than anything that they would re-release it on Steam or something. So, you know, Disney yeah. should get a hold of Tim Schafer and just be like, hey, put this on Steam and give us the money. Tim would jump at it because that was one of but his
3: favorite games to work on. So. It's Disney. Give him about 10 years. They'll be like, oh, we're yeah, releasing this years. from our vaults. <laughs> we're releasing <laughs> it from the vaults.
0: Oh, man. Um, also, something that actually makes me kind of sad. Um, this is, uh, another game that Lucas Arts was apparently working on um, was uh, called Project Wingman. It was apparently supposed to be a spiritual successor to the old uh, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter games, Um, which for those of you who don't remember, were basically just, you know, you were flying around as X-Wings and TIE Fighters and shooting at each other, and they were really
1: addictive. I played those games, X-Wing and TIE Fighter, those were, like, those may have been, like, the, the... The 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 games that got me into like actual like hardcore gaming like because I had a regular Nintendo system yeah before um you know before those came out and I, yeah, I played a little bit of Mario played a little bit of Mega Man so on and so forth yeah but, I mean like when the, when those games came out at the time they were I mean they were pretty revolutionary for uh, for what they were and yeah. they were oh they were so good so good screensaver we're fine um
0: yeah I, I I dumped a ton of time into those games in the, back in the day too so if they remade it you know remade the concept and then made it for like you know modern i can only imagine like that on the wii u you know like your pad would be like you know c- cockpit controls and stuff like that and then you know you'd actually see like you know the the first person flying on the screen and stuff like that i just i just man i would want, actually be really fun on the wii u then
1: yeah i, I want those with um the oculus rift that's what I want.
0: That'd be pretty cool.
1: So you could actually—I I can't agree with you. So, so be, the cockpit considering stays the whole... static, but then you can actually like look around, like like you would if you were sitting in a cockpit. That'd be really cool. I want. That.
0: I, I can only half agree with you, since you know I'm half oh. blind. But you well, know. So you I mean, well, Oculus okay. Rift would still technically work, but I'd have to make sure that it's the same image in both eyes, rather than like try to do the 3D effect. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um That's the only reason I'm not excited about the Oculus Rift is because I'll look at it and it's just like I can't use it. Hmm. Stupid cyclops like me, <laughs> and Adam, if he was here. Adam, you're supposed to be angry. Um, <laughs> good job.
3: <laughs> um, sorry, Goat. We're trying to do you proud here, but uh, yeah,
0: we can't. <laughs> we can't live up to the pure rage that Goat carries with him on a regular basis. So he'll he'll uh, take we, pleasure in that. I'm sure.
3: We, we uh, should. I. Uh, <laughs> we,
0: we should have gotten recordings
3: before he left of.
0: What the hell? What the fuck? <laughs> Sound bites of just like, okay, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and you know, we need to do that yeah. ne- next time he goes on tour. Um, coming in at number two, something that I'm obviously very excited about, um, given that, you know, my Pokemon fanboyism and all that. Um, so the Pokemon Origins anime that I actually mentioned a couple weeks ago um, has been confirmed to be coming to North America through the way of uh, the internet, um, it's a four-episode series uh, following the original Red and Blue games, um, as opposed to following Ash, who doesn't technically follow any of the games. Um, the first episode will be released on Pokemon TV's website on November 15th, with the other three episodes, quote, soon to follow. Um, and a lot of people were kind of angry that they're only going to be on, available on the internet and stuff like that, but there's a very good reason for this. Um, Cartoon Network, uh, you know, airs Pokemon and Pokemon movies and stuff like that, and when the Zoroark movie, uh, came out, like, two years ago, something like that, whenever Black and White 1 came out, um, Cartoon Network not only upped the amount of commercials that they show for that movie by, like, tenfold which already pissed everyone off, but they also edited out the first 15 minutes of the movie, which meant there were a ton of major plot holes for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so suddenly so, there were characters just like, how did you meet this character? And it's just like, suddenly this guy's dead, and, and so now you don't understand why you don't see him throughout the entire thing, and you don't understand how they got to this town, and oh my god, it was such a mess. And Nintendo was furious, because everyone was everyone was complaining about it. They're I, They're never going to show...
1: Um, Pokemon movies on Cartoon Network again. Who I thought that was a good idea? I don't, uh, like car- when you're editing something <laughs> for TV. Like, take out like an unimportant little like three minute conversation here, like, a like, little, like, little bit of walking there, a little bit of driving over there. You don't cut the entire first fifteen minutes of a movie that will never work with any Char- movie Char- ever. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie.
0: I'm okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you get worked up since yeah. we discussed the Xbox One and how it used to be. <laughs>
1: i'm fine
0: are you okay i'm okay okay well see, this is cartoon network we're talking about they're the people that think it's a wise idea to have half of their late night programming be actual people instead of cartoons on cartoon network at
3: least it's better than cutting the last 15 minutes kind of
0: Uh, (laughs) debatable but still true um
1: (laughs) Just like I, I, it's like the the, the decision making process of the guy is saying like I think our demographic might enjoy this programming versus the decision making process of it's like there is absolutely no way there's anything important happening in the first <laughs> fifteen minutes of this movie like I just mm, whatever
0: I had no idea Charlie felt so strongly about Pokemon movies I think
3: he had it <laughs> it's artistic <laughs> integrity man. <laughs> I think secretly, if we look in the Lord of the Rings over there, we're going to find all the Pokemon movies.
1: (laughs) Hey, like you, sir, I also cried at the end of the first Pokemon movie.
0: Oh, don't remind me. I'm going to get sad and depressed, and I'm going to go home and hug my cats again. Pikachu! Don't you fucking start! I can already feel myself tearing up. God damn it, Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God, he, he, he got turned to stone and I Pikachu know. Was, so oh, I know. was so sad I know anyway.
1: I, I have a general weak spot for any time an animal like tries to defend its owner when okay spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the very last Harry Potter movie skip ahead about 30 seconds um or read the book for that matter um <laughs> uh, I when um the Hedwig the owl yeah um died trying to defend Harry Potter i I cried at that moment, too. Anytime there's an animal yeah. that yeah. tries to defend its owner, I just, I'm, I'm such an animal lover that that's, yeah. that, that's no, what I that agree. touches. I
0: agree. I agree. We're all such oddly soft-hearted men here. <laughs> We're scary looking, but so kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only teddy bear here. Yeah, but
3: you co-starred in a movie, though.
0: Huh? Oh, Toys- <laughs> right. Right, my Toy Story cameo. Oh, yeah
3: strawberries
0: and now going back to goat remote remote goat whatever the hell he wanted us to call it <laughs> he, we're he's gonna make fun of me in the in next week's stuff for this Maybe i it know goat it. remote w- w- fucking whatever it, it it rhymes i got i got the two words i just don't, <laughs> don't have the order right um so here's another voicemail from uh, uh from goat
4: hey ladies and gentlemen it's goat coming to live from nas nashu nashu nashua nashua, nashua, nashua. <laughs> nashua yes nashua north or north new hampshire uh, I'll call back. This one didn't go as well.
0: You're putting that in, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, goat. So that was a that was a that was another. Goat remote that apparently didn't go so well.
1: (laughs) We'll check back in with
0: him later. Anyway, coming in at number one. The show is so
1: off the rails.
0: (laughs) Coming in at number one, and the way I wrote this, it looks like I put steam O's, which sounds like a delicious breakfast. Steam O's, it's part of a nutritious breakfast. Um, the valve made a bunch of, okay, three, not a bunch, um, (laughs) a big announcements this week. Um, in regards to, you know, all these rumors over the past several months about steam boxes and
1: things like that years, the steam box has been rumored for years. Well, it's yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: and, uh, a lot of it is over my head. So I'm going to give Charlie the floor because he's, he's (laughs) all I know is that they announced steam OS steam machines and this hideous looking controller.
1: So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so, once again, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't already heard these announcements. No, Half-Life 3 is not involved. Oh, So, I know, I, know. I know. But they
0: had three announcements! I know! <laughs> and they even said, we have three announcements! Everyone's was like, oh my god, they can count to through Anyway.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Um, I just don't fucking care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. So, okay. So, first up, we've got SteamOS. Um, essentially, what this boils down to is that they're taking... Um, uh, linux which is the um the heart of a whole bunch of um uh you know flavors of uh, linux that they've that uh, a bunch of different people have made like have you ever heard of ubuntu that mm-hmm. is a flavor of linux um yeah. a flavor uh, is it is it actually called a flavor or is that just a terminology that's a term i use and i've heard other okay. people use so um i just thought that was creative yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you know, Android and Chrome OS are both based on Linux. So it basically, okay. you know, if if um, you know if, if you're not a computer geek and you've never understood or heard what Linux is, it's it's you know, it was an operating system that uh, was uh, designed by a guy like a long, long time ago, and um, yeah, Linus L2 Torvalds, I think his name is, and um, um, uh, and uh, you know, the the big thing that he did differently than everybody else is that he actually made the source code, you know, the guts of the operating system available and said, do whatever you want with this. And right. so that's why there's all these different versions and takes on Linux is because people actually have the building blocks of Linux and can modify it and do whatever they want with it. So, uh, valve has done this and they've made their own version flavor uh, of, the, uh, of Linux and they're calling it SteamOS. Now, basically what this boils down to is it's um it's an operating system that's, that they've tuned specifically to play games and to run the steam client and the related services. Um, by doing this they've they've essentially you know they've they've taken out anything that isn't going to benefit playing games you know like like most operating systems you know they you know also has stuff in there so they can do um you know like r- really when it comes down to it playing a video game is one of the most complicated things you can ever ask a computer right. to do just yeah. because of how many different things it has to worry about at any given time right like yeah. um but um you know they've uh you know taken out all the extra stuff you know like there's no word processor there's no calculator and any of that stuff that that kind of does come defaulted with most operating systems. They've they've stripped out all the fluff and they've made it gaming specific. Um, The uh, the marquee features of the SteamOS is that first, you're going to be able to stream... um, Stream... Okay, okay. so um, if you listen to the show... If you didn't listen to the show last week, I talked a little bit about how... Um, a game needs to be designed to run on the operating system you want to run it on correct so what that uh, what that means for this is uh, pretty much exactly like I was talking about then um, they say hundreds, which in the grand scheme of thing is very 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 few. Um, of yeah. games are already optimized to run, are already running on SteamOS, which basically means they've been, that they can work on any version of Linux. Right. Um, the rest of the tens of thousands, or however many there are, of games in the Steam library. You'll be able to stream. You'll be able to uh-huh. stream off of your other Windows or Mac computer. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's the equivalent of just getting a really long HDMI cable and a USB cable and just running it to your TV and bringing your mouse and keyboard in the other room or controller or whatever it is, whatever interface you want to use. It's does nothing more for you, you already have to have a game powerful enough to run whatever game you want to run oh, okay. and um you know it's it's that's all it is it's just a remote, it's just a remote view it's it's the it's the vita t v so for so for
0: someone like me who already has my gaming pc hooked up to my t v it's pretty much useless no benefit to you whatsoever
1: oh cool um <laughs> The, um, it's going to be, have the family sharing stuff built into it that they talked a little bit about ago so that you can have your Steam account that owns all of your games, uh-huh. and then you can essentially have family profiles that can log in and play these games with you. But I'm assuming that what they talked about before, where only one person can be using your entire library at any given time, I'm assuming that's still going to be the case in this. Right. Um, which is, uh, you know, to me, I think is still kind of a detriment to the service. I,
0: th- I, I have a feeling they might implement something, um, like if you can connect everyone to the same network or something like that, um, or, you know, you can run multiple accounts on the same machine at the same time playing the same game or something like that. Just so that, you know, if you want to play local multiplayer or something like that.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, uh, uh it, I talked a little bit about this a few episodes ago when they initially announced this feature, the fact that like if, your brother is playing any one game out of your library. Mm-hmm. You cannot play any other game out of your right. library while he's using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's kind of, an yeah, odd which I heard that chose.
0: I was like, what are they thinking?
3: I, I could can see not playing can underst- the game. I can that understand they're... it
0: to a point because you know there are going to be people that are trying to circumvent the system for personal gain and stuff like that. But it it, it is a little much. Well, I mean, I could see not playing the
3: game that they're playing. Yeah, yeah, but the same yeah, game. I whole totally whole
0: library. That yeah. that's kind of like. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I I think they might be erring on the side of caution. You never know. They might loosen up once they see that not as many people are trying to, you know, uh, uh, use it to their advantage as they probably think they will.
1: Yeah. yeah. The um, The third of the four uh, marquee features that they're touting is that um, they're going to have a ba- a ba- essentially parental controls built into it, which, you know. Whatever. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah they, they say family options. They say... I'm just reading straight right off the the valve the this the you know the valve site when I say this. The living room is family territory. That's great, but you don't want to see your parents' games in your library. Soon, families will have more control over what titles get seen by whom, and more features to allow everyone in the house to get the most out of their Steam library. So, basically. It's it's not, it's probably going to be a little bit of parental control, like this account is a kid and he can't play anything that's rated over T or something like that. That's you know, cool. You know, they don't say that, but I'm sure that'll be built into it. But it's it's also a matter of like you can have. It sounds like you can have like the one master account that owns all of the content, but then yeah. you can say like you know Jimmy and Bobby can see this game, but Sally can't or whatever. Yeah. Just you know, whether for organization's sake or just because of rating or whatever. So um you know, you know pretty vanilla stuff when it comes down to it. And then they also said that it's going to support um. Uh, you're, uh, you know, they they haven't specified the services they're going to be used, but it's going to support uh, t- uh music, TV, and movie streaming services. So oh. I'm sure it'll have Netflix and yeah. whatever else in there. Um, what doesn't have Netflix? now? Yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have Netflix on it, you're not you don't you're not a real thing. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I i i did a count once of the number of devices in my house that can stream netflix and i think it was over 20 <laughs> wow oh my god well then yeah. again that doesn't
0: surprise me considering the amount of technology
1: that's yeah. in charlie's house <laughs> yeah um, um <laughs> although i think i might actually have a similar number now that i think about it because that's every single gaming console right and, you know every
0: gaming console every, every computer in the yeah. house every, every phone every tablet yeah my 3ds my vita yeah yeah, I think oh, my number's yeah, probably yeah. up there as well. Now I don't now I feel bad about making fun of Charlie and <laughs> a lot of
1: technology. Um so yeah. that's that's the gist of the Steam OS. And so um Steam O's, if you will. <laughs> I'm not going to call it that. Um <laughs> And, and so the, the the most important part of, about this announcement is there is no emulation happening. They 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 you know they're yeah. not doing any of the uh, the wine emulation like I talked about before, so that you can take a Windows or Mac compiled game and run it on this. The um uh, you know if if all you have is one of these is, is a is a is a device running SteamOS, mm-hmm. um, if you don't have another device. A, another computer all you get is the games that have been compiled for linux now the upshot to this is they've said now of course they haven't specified who or what games but they've right. said the major developers have said that they are lined up and already working on you know uh you know top you know like triple a games to be specifically uh you know compiled right. for, compiled for linux and therefore you know compiled for the steam os and that that's great but until we actually find out who that is and what games we're talking it's about it's not
0: necessarily anything to get excited about yet right exactly
1: so, um, so yeah, that, that's that's SteamOS. Um, now, the second part of it is the Steam Machines. Now, um, there's really not much to say here. Basically, there's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. Uh... All all that's really happening is they're gonna say they're gonna um they, uh, they're go- going to come out with an initial um, Steam uh, machine reference design. Is 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 what this kind of device is called? They basically that's possibly what... in box form. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. If they don't call it that, it's a huge missed marketing opportunity. Oh yeah, of course. But, um, the it really it's just a twist uh, because that's what everybody's expecting. But um, clockwise. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, really, all that's happening is that um, they're going to have a. Um, a, a reference design of, uh, I'll just call it a Steam Box, uh, come out <laughs> and um, they're going to send a bunch out to beta testers uh, for free, which is it which is also It was in-
0: something like 300 initially, wasn't it? Didn't they yes. up that to like
1: 2,000 or something? If they did, I did not hear that, but okay. 300 at least was the initial number that, been that people, I wrote too
0: That might have been people being hopeful on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and basically it's going to be, you can um, complete a quest, that's actually what they're calling it. That, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> of, um, of tasks, like create an account, get 10 friends, play a game on Big picture mode with a controller uh, and various other tasks, you know, and um, you know, it's a, you know, it's like a real life fetch quest to get this thing. And um, as of, I believe October twenty fifth is the cutoff date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everybody who's completed these quest, these uh, the these uh, the you know, these tasks will then be eligible to be in the drawing to get one of these uh, these reference design Steam machines. Interesting. And then everybody, uh, you know, then uh, they'll send them out. Um, I. Imagine they get to keep them, but if they...
0: And I remember seeing something along the lines of like 30... Uh, like thirty people or so are going to be given them regardless, just because of their like contributions of the Steam community or something. Um, and, and then that the rest, and then the rest of the two hundred and seventy of them are going to be completely random, sure. uh, depending on who completes this quest. Right.
1: And the the entire point of this is that so I mean, really, the entire point of this is to beta test and stress test and work the kinks out of Steam OS. That is the only right. reason this yeah, is yeah. happening. Um, and then um, at the end of everything, I did mention this before, is that when Steam OS comes out, it will be open source. They will basically hand it out like the OS for free. So you can put it on your own computer. Um, and uh, they'll also put out the guts out there so people can hack around with it and do whatever they want with it. Um, just because that's, that's kind of what you do if you're part of the Linux and the open source community, well, yeah. if you don't do that, you know, people, uh, you know, people definitely raise an eyebrow at you. Um, yeah. Uh, so aside from that, once this, once the Steam Machine, uh, you know, Steam OS has been finalized and all this has happened, then uh, major manufacturing partners—again, uh, I don't believe I've mentioned who—will um, have um, actual like like off-the-shelf Steam machines that you can buy now, possibly um, in box form. Both, <laughs> as opposed to spear form, like Hey, you never that, know. That'd be kinda cool. Yeah. You never know. Alienware will get on, on it
0: and uh, they'll yeah. create some ridiculous looking alien dildo, whatever. And, <laughs>
1: I'm, and I'm glad like, someone like, laughed at that because I felt bad for putting it out there. Um <laughs> and uh they've and they've specifically said multiple times that there's going to be all sorts of choices. So just like when you're buying yeah. a computer, there's going to be a choice of you know like what processor do I want? What video card do I want? How much RAM do I want? It's going to be really absolutely no different than buying a computer. You're going to have to decide how much you want to spend and what specs you want, and yada, yada, yada. Um, and except, then you... that,
0: except that it'll be designed to run games, and almost entirely that's what it's going to be. Well, I mean, the...
1: theoretically, it's going to be designed to run games, and that's about all it is. The, I mean, but see, uh, see yes. However, all of that is about the OS. Like, when when you... like. A computer is a computer, really. I mean, like the only thing that that separates computers from each other are the is the hardware that's in them. Right. When it comes to a game, I mean, to me, as a you know, I've I've built more custom like you know custom computers than I can count. So it's <laughs> you know it's it, it, it's always been a matter of it's like the difference between a gaming PC and a non gaming PC is the presence of a video card. Yeah. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, that's that's all it is. I mean, like as long as the rest of the you know components are you right. know, of adequately spec, I mean, yeah. that that's the difference. So um you know that these these games will have you know. You know, var you know various uh, video cards and processors and yada 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 in them, and um, it's it's all going to be about the OS, the uh, the OS. But on the other hand, they're putting out the OS for free, so I mean, like, there's nothing to stop somebody from taking a computer they already have and just throwing a new OS on it and throwing Steam OS on it and going. And the um the uh, the catch to all this is driver support. Um, you know, AMD and NVIDIA, the, um, the uh, you know, AMD you know, bought ATI is uh, the name, Old you know, people who have been out of the game for well, a little while might be familiar with. Um, th- those, you know, the, the two major video card manufacturers right. out there have always been pretty lacking in their support of Linux. It's always been PC. You know, we'll throw out a couple Mac products just because, yeah. and then, you know, we'll make Linux drivers when we have the free time is, is pretty much how it's felt. Yeah. And so... As a result of this announcement, AMD and NVIDIA have come out and said, "Oh yeah, we're you know we're we're going to renew our focus on you know on uh, you know on working on Linux drivers for for our products, which is which is great for the Linux commu- you know Linux community that wants the game as a whole." Yeah. Um, but again, there's um you know there's there's nothing special about CMOS there. It's just the fact that that AMD and NVIDIA are anticipating having all these new customers. They're saying, "Oh well, we better make sure our products work for them." Is is all that is? Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that that's uh, that's that. Um. And then finally, we've got this. Wackadoodle new controller, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is a kinder term than I've given it. Um, I, I don't. I, I recommend to everybody to just go Google this thing because it's 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 not yeah, the kind of thing just, that's easily l- described. L- l-
0: let me let me there. I've my favorite tweet I've seen about the entire thing. Uh, I believe came from Kirk Hamilton from Kotaku. He said, "And the community thus dubbed the Steam controller as." Darth Owl. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what it is. For those of you who haven't seen this, or who, for whatever reason, can't access Google within the next, you know, 20 minutes, Danny, you look like you're looking it up right now. Yes, yes I am. Um, Just just to refresh my memory of it. uh, It it looks like... It it looks like... The uh, the silhouette of it looks like a normal controller, you know, but uh, in place of where, you know, the two sticks would go, there's just these trackpads, you know... uh, that are supposed to, that allegedly also click inward in case you need another input giant for those. circular
1: trackpads to be considered.
0: very large circular trackpads and in the middle there's a touchscreen with four face buttons surrounding the corners of it um and the touchscreen is also supposed to be used for additional inputs and stuff like that uh, okay, yeah, um yeah. and then uh, and then there's a couple triggers and i believe there's actually a couple buttons on the very
1: back that you're like uh um, that your like ring finger and middle finger could touch yeah it's it's it 's uh i mean a lot like you know the three sixty and the p s three controller there's there 's four you know four triggers like there 's like triggers and then bumpers. You know, top, bumpers thank you um on the back and then um and then yeah are the um I'm, you know this uh, audio you know the listeners are going to love this, but are these two sections on the back what you 're talking about like they 're in like the middle it are looks, those are those
0: buttons? Well, I I can't remember where I saw the picture. Um uh, you, it might even be on that one if you scroll down there's like uh, bindings for Portal 2
1: or something like that and it actually references buttons on the back. Oh yeah. So so yeah, in addition um if you can imagine how you'd be holding a Three sixty controller, normally, like your index fingers are up, and you you know those are what uh, typically would control the, the the triggers and the bumpers, and then the, your other three fingers that are underneath like you said are like your... basically wedged between like the handles and the battery pack there right yeah exactly, and and those apparently there 's like a long, long skinny button that uh, that all three of those fingers on each handle lay on top of on the, on the back there, so it 's just an additional level of control so, yeah
0: and um... the community has pretty much shunned this thing already <laughs> um, and then there are people like Charlie and I who are like. It looks weird, but we we're not gonna give final judgment until we actually get a hands on this thing.
1: The goofiest thing about it, to me, is that the the part again, I'm you know I'm I'm likening this to a 360 controller. It looks like a 360 controller that's upside down because <laughs> the the part that actually goes down into your palms. If yeah. you imagine a 360 controller, yeah. on this thing goes up. It yeah. curves upwards. Yeah. So like to me, that just seems uncomfortable. Like you like you know like I don't, I don't know. I just. I, See you,
0: you're doing the same thing I did when I first I, I grabbed i grabbed a controller nearby and I'm trying to imagine like you know my hands around this thing I'm like I don't think this is gonna work you know which is fine because as long as 360 controllers can be used to map onto PC games I will be fine right. But, you know I'll probably knowing me I'll probably get one of these Steam controllers just for the sake of having it and then I'll give it a shot I'll try it once I'll hate it and then I'll put it to the side but I I, I will give it a fair shot no matter what
3: definitely looks interesting but
0: i guess it's how the gaming community will take to it well i i can understand the mentality that valve went into actually you know putting the controller together and stuff like that you know one of the biggest things that people always say um you know why keyboard and mouse is superior over just a regular like game controller um Is that it's more precise, which is solved by using trackpads, but I, I see, I can't imagine using trackpads with my thumbs for some reason. I've always used it like on laptops and stuff like that, but like with, you know, like my first two fingers. I've never used a track pad with my thumbs. And I can imagine, especially because the th- skin on my thumbs is really thick because I play guitar. So I can imagine I'm going to miss out on something or there's not going to be like any real like feedback as far as like when I'm doing controls and stuff like that. So
1: I'm going to play advocate for a second on these. And there's they do offer some potential upsides over to your normal thumbsticks. Um, one of them being is that when you have your thumb on a normal thumbstick, but the thumbstick is in its... its prone position like you're not pushing it in any direction is yeah. where it would be if it's sitting on a table the controller has no way to know that your finger is actually on it all it knows is that the thumb stick is at rest this will know if your finger oh. is actually in the middle if you know if if it's centered okay. so i mean you yeah. know so there, there is that little bit of extra uh, you know, unless it's uh, calibrated weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. So there's that, there's that little bit of extra input for the for the developers of the games. Now the um the other thing is that I I'm still trying to wrap my head around this one of uh, uh, what they mean. But they talk a lot about haptics. Now haptic feedback is essentially um, if you've if you've ever used a smartphone. And when you're typing on the keyboard, the the smartphone buzzes a little bit. I the hate kind, that. Drains your battery like no other. It can, yes. <laughs> um, but the idea is to give you this the 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 the, the physical sensation that you have pressed a button, um, right. and that that is what haptic feedback is. It's right. it's um you know you're you know you're interacting it's with something a that physical can... sensation that yeah. you press the button. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. it's
3: is amazing <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so they they say that they've, uh, they have some crazy new haptic technology built into these trackpads um, uh, again I'm going to read straight off the site because I can't summarize it better than they, than they have it written um, the seam controller is built around a new generation of super precise haptic feedback employing dual linear resonant actuators these small, what? strong, weighted electromagnets <laughs> are attached to each of the dual trackpads. They are capable of delivering a wide range of force and vibration, <laughs> allowing precise control over frequency, amplitude, and direction of movement. Um, so, so here's, here's here's this based on what I think Charlie just said. <laughs> here, here's
0: a long shot here. So what if you're, what if you're playing you know like Call of Duty? You're right, and then suddenly someone starts shooting you from the right. What if this what what jumped out at me from that description is the level of precision that this haptic feedback is, allegedly has. Yes. Haptic? Haptic? Did I... haptic. H-a-p- haptic. H-A-P-T-I-C. Okay, I said it right. Um, so what if, like, you're playing Call of Duty, some guy starts shooting you from the right, and suddenly whatever finger is controls movement, what if suddenly uh, there's, like, intense vibrations coming from the right side onto your thumb and yep. something like that, and it causes you to, like, jerk back and stuff like that. that? That's what I think... Um, the
1: description says it's possible, which actually sounds really damn cool. (laughs) It it gets a little bit better. So you are, you are correct. So, and, and, uh, and just so going all off of that, their description continues. This haptic capability provides a vital channel of information to the player delivering in-game information about speed, boundaries, thresholds, textures, action confirmations, or any other events about which game designers want players to be aware. It is a higher bandwidth haptic information channel than exists in any other consumer product that we know of. As a parlor trick, they can even play audio waveforms and function as speakers.
4: Whoa. <laughs>
1: that... <laughs> Whoa, I'm sold. <laughs> so they are they're definitely doing some interesting things here. And um and it's so damn cool. <laughs> The, Leave um, it up to yeah. them to figure that. <laughs> um, and so uh, uh, a couple more general notes about the controller. Um, Valve has said that the controller will be compatible with every game, and the, the, they've accomplished that by basically making the controller appear to the PC as a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, I saw that. Right. So, so essentially what that means is just like when you're in a game, you know, a, a PC game, and you can say, like, no, I want the spacebar to do this action. It's the same thing. Like, in a game, you can map whatever button on the controller to do whatever it is that you want in the game. Um, And of course, there will be people who come out with like you know like mappings you know mapping you know you know like the game developers themselves will probably come out with like you know specific
0: blueprints of a sort to kind of you know show you what button should be assigned to what exactly
1: exactly and of course you'll be able to change that if you don't like it just like a lot of games but but yeah so the um and then of course in the middle you've got this this touch screen thing which you know then we're going back to like you know like uh, you know the Wii U you know kind of design now it's tiny it's, it looks like it's about an inch and a half maybe two inches square yeah so it, it's tiny well
0: i know um, i know i know yeah. when the i know the prototype picture i saw it wasn't even a screen it was just like four boxes that i think functioned as buttons so that seems to be something that they're kind of thinking about
1: yeah the uh, one of the one of the graphics they actually have on their side it actually does show like logos and things inside of it so i believe yeah. it is actually like an lcd screen oh well, it is but it's, oh, yeah, yeah okay okay but it, it definitely appears to be more for um like you know it's uh, it's not going to be like the Wii U where you can like play the game on the screen or anything right. like that. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it's um, impressive but be yeah. like a really <laughs> tiny screen. Yeah. Like I need one of my glasses. <laughs> yeah. So um so uh, those are the uh the three announcements. Now if, if you couldn't tell by my reaction to these announcements. Um the controller is what I'm most intrigued by. I won't say excited yet because like it's it's, it's
0: something that got you going,
1: "Well, that's interesting." Yeah, it's um <laughs> No, I agree. It, it is definitely the most um um innovative thing that anybody's uh, any i i think that anybody in the video game inter- industry has come up with a while i i'm including the the ps4 and the and the xbox one stuff when i say that yeah you know they they didn't really like go outside the box with a lot of their stuff you know they they just improved on what they already had this right. is i've never seen like this is the most out of the box thinking i've seen in a while and so i'm definitely excited to get my hands on one yeah but um the other thing is that valve is not stupid like you know they 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 definitely know what they're doing as far as stuff like this goes with uh, uh, you know uh, Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. They they've proven that they know what they're doing as far as you know managing you know coming up with with software ideas and you know like the the you know the Steam Store the Valve games like this is their first foray into actual hardware. Right. So so this is new territory for them. So as much trust as I have with them. You know, if if this were a game, like you know, I'd be like all for it. Like anything Valve has ever made, I think I've enjoyed. Um, But because this is new territory for them, I am a little hesitant. Um, But that that being said, the fact that it's something new and different. Have a great track record. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, As far as the Steam OS and the uh, the Steam Machine stuff, I am bored. Like I find nothing intriguing there whatsoever because this doesn't solve any problems. Yeah. The um, you know, you can you could this does. There, there's nothing new here. Like you can take a you, you can take a computer right now, and you can put Steam on it, throw it in big picture mode, and hook it up to your TV and do everything that this thing already does, which is what I've done.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, see, to people like me and you, who you know eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff, and you know you're more computer savvy than I am, clearly, and and you know, but I you know I'm the guy yeah. who had to have a team of like six people tell me what parts to put together for my gaming rig um, two years ago. Um, You know, this is something that's not new to me and you, but I wonder if they're trying to go more for, like, you know, the average consumer who wants to, who sees this as just, like, you know, a way to play, uh, like, a PC console, essentially. You know, it's just, like, uh, suddenly you see all these people that are, like, you know, well, you know, Dust Force looked really cool, but it's PC exclusive, what am I gonna do about it? Oh, wait, there's a box I can hook up to my TV now? that'll play it, you know, I I think that might, I think, I think they've got Nintendo's Wii mentality where they've they've already captured the hearts and minds of the hardcore crowd, like the three of us in this room. I think they're trying to expand a little bit.
1: I'm going to disagree with you for one reason. That's because I believe they've made the mistake of opening this up to other manufacturers. If it was exactly like you just said, and it was the, I can go to the store and buy the Steam box and take it home and it's just going to work which is the entire benefit of playing on console. You don't have to worry about driver updates and compatibility yeah. issues and stuff like that. There's just the one thing and then that's just the end of it. Yeah. You would I would completely agree with everything you just said. However, my prediction is that the that the average consumer is going to be confused as hell by this because they're going to walk in there. Yeah. It's going to be like, here's the steam machine that. aisle. Just <laughs> like when you go and buy a laptop, it's like, which one of these thirty ones would you like? What's the difference? Well, this one has a four point two gigahertz processor and eight gigs of RAM, and this one has a three point two quad core processor and well, six see, gigs of RAM. You, does he, does he and, what? What? and Grandpa Joe,
0: who's buying something for his nephew, is going to be like, hey. like, you see what if what if, <laughs> um, what if um, you know, say that the steam machine aisle comes to, into existence. You know, uh, theoretically, although I don't doubt that we're too far off from that. Whenever these get released, <laughs> what if Valve puts out their own like set of marketing materials so that you know for each of these computers or something like that, or they make the standard to anyone using SteamOS on these machines? What if they make it so that they ha- include an example that's like. This box can run these games, you know, and then they'll list like a bunch of indie games, and then, then this one. Then that's just
1: complication.
0: Well, yeah, but it's less complicated than this one's got. You know, eight gigs of RAM. This one's got four. You know, th- this one's got. And you know, what's it's less complicated. It.
1: Buy an Xbox. Let's <laughs> play every Xbox game. <laughs> I will not disagree with you there. <laughs> I, I I think that I think that the the way they decide to go about this is a big is a really big uphill battle yeah. until they actually come out with like, you know, it's um. And you know, and, and you know, the, the the lack of solution they found for getting their library to work on this thing is is a, an additional part of the problem. It's like, well, what, what games can I play at it? Well, that depends. Do you have a gaming PC already? Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's. You know, I don't know. It's
0: it's 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 interesting. I I'm I'm really in, I have no interest in the Steam machines, or uh, I probably don't have any interest in Steam OS. Um, but I'm interested to see where it goes, anyway. Um, but I agree with you for the most part that it really isn't anything that I, you know, need to concern myself with. I'm interested to watch and see what happens. The only thing that I'm
1: really, I really want to get my hands on is that dumb-looking controller. I'll, I'll agree with that completely. <laughs> I just don't understand who this is for. Because if it's if it's for PC gamers, they already have a PC that they're playing games on. Right. If it's for people who want to be PC gamers, uh, to well, okay, I'm sorry. I'll say um, <laughs> I'll say I'll say computer gamers to include the Mac and Linux crowd. Yeah. Um. You know, if it's for people who want to be computer gamers, this is you're offering them a limited library. You know, and yeah. um, you know, unless uh, unless you already have another computer, like you right. know, this is for people who want to pay, play their existing games on a TV buy a really long like a couple of cables yeah. like you don't need this thing like yeah. i this to me this does this does not solve any problems and um the the only way that this will change is if valve is able to work some some of their valvey magic and and valvey get... magic <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a thing <laughs> and um, if they're able to you know do whatever it is that they need to do to actually get t- like triple a tier 1 games natively running on this thing without the need of a level windows or mac mac in the other room yeah you know if they're able to do that so that you don't have to to go down that direction at least that solves the problem of the library but then there's still this issue of you know it's like buying an android phone it's like it's uh, right there i'm I'm actually going to take that analogy a a step further (laughs) one of my you know like i'm a big android guy like it is my operating really? system. really <laughs> we haven't really gotten into that here so the listeners might not know that but um you know it's because we talk about my ipad all the time some people might actually be surprised about it no you know, android is my operating system of choice but i, I like to diversify myself which is why i also have an ipad but i digress um what i hear a lot from non-techies who went to the store and bought the you know it was like free on contract you know lg optimus phone that's you know, is like is a piece of crap and should never have been released <laughs> in the first place. You know, it's it's underpowered and you know it's just a bad experience. Is that they say like, oh, I bought this Android phone, and it sucks. No, 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 no. It, that's not Android's fault. That's the like the the, the piece of crap right. you tried to run it on. You don't take your Yugo to the racetrack, like right. it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, like, I think that that is going to be a problem for them, because at the very, I'm hoping at the very least they have a minimum spec requirement for being able to release one of these steam machines. Because if like, uh, if uh, what's what's, if I'm. Don't take offense to this. If Insignia decides that they're going to come out with, like. A- oh, none
0: taken. <laughs> Absolutely none taken.
1: Yeah, if, for, if the Best Buy store brand Insignia decides that they're going to come out with their $99 C machine and it's running like which an they Atom. probably will. It's running like an Atom processor, which is a very low powered thing, and like a gig of RAM, which is not enough, and a 80 gig hard drive, which is really not enough, and they say, like, here's the thing. Like, people flock to the stores because they're like, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they're gonna you know, people are gonna be like, Woo, it's a ninety nine dollar gaming machine, they're gonna take it home and be like, This thing sucks. I can't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, um, and so that I mean that's can't that, even play Minecraft <laughs> uh, seriously. And I mean so that's you know, I I need to know way more about how they're gonna work this whole steam machine thing before I'm not just really worried uh for, uh, for them that this is just yeah. a horrible way to go about this entire thing. I like the idea of openness, I like the idea of you know yeah, you know, just just open source and just that, that that entire ideal. But open source is not meant for the everyday consumer. Like they're they're oh, just yeah. two different crowds. Yeah. So cool. there you have it. Well, do you feel better? You you uh <laughs> you, you got all your I think uh, that's the most I've talked in any episode in a row. I'm pretty, so. sure, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is, but it was very entertaining
0: <laughs> and very informative. So I, I, I enjoyed it and I hope our listeners do too. Um Anything else? Um, I, I ask reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I would. I, I'm very interested to know what the listeners' take on this is because you know from people who uh, you know from Linux geeks who disagree with me. I would love to hear from you from, from the average person who just doesn't understand something. Like I, I really want to hear. I would. I really I would love to hear all sides of responses to this. So yeah. I mean, I've I've been sitting here talking the whole time. Like Dan, what do you think about this whole thing?
3: Me, I'm just really not into PC gaming. All that much, yeah. so this, I mean, really does nothing for me at all, yeah. And I mean, the only PC game I do play really is Starcraft, and besides that, it's which isn't available on Steam, so no, no. so I mean, really, Steambox does nothing for me, so it's kind of like, oh, it's there, and what do we this have a, around this the will corner? Probably
0: fall into the territory for me is the Ouya, where it's just like, hey, that's a thing. I'm gonna go play my Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep. So cool. Well, that was that was that was a really good that was a really good uh, and really informative news section, guys. Um, but coming up next, we have Dan right. here, so we might as well take advantage of that. Um, we're going to confuse the hell out of Charlie. Now, were these confused the hell out of us? <laughs> I talking. thought I explained it so well by talking JRPGs. <laughs> Guys, of course, you get two JRPG experts in the same room, and they'll talk for days. Thankfully, we only talked for a few hours. Um, we uh, we went way over time, as admittedly we kind of expected, so we uh, split the episode into two parts. Um, you can listen to the second half of the episode coming soon. Uh, the final Goat remote message um, sent from Goat... Um, Hopefully, he's gotten out of wherever the fuck he is in New Hampshire. Or at least he can pronounce it correctly. Or at least he can pronounce it correctly. Uh, let's see what he has to say.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Goat checking in live from the Dope Tour. I am in Nashwood, New Hampshire this weekend, uh, where nobody knows the existence of the letter R. They've actually taken it off the video game cases here as well. Uh that's about it. probably nip it there. It's really weird talking to you guys on a voicemail. Uh, side note, do we really need it to be 55 springs? I mean, nobody answers this. <laughs> I mean, it's a little excessive. Point you know, of thought. Um, Noted. Go ahead and edit this up and make it sound cool. <laughs>
0: So three things come to mind. Um, He pronounced it correctly, allegedly. Yeah. Um, He apparently didn't have anything interesting to say other than saying he's in New Hampshire and that's where they take the R's off of everything, including the game cases. (laughs) (laughs) And he also hates that apparently um, no
1: one picks up the GamerHead voicemail. (laughs) Apparently Which is precisely it, 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 the point of Gamerhead well, I, I guess it rings too many times before actually going to voicemail, so... Uh, whatever. Okay.
0: <laughs>
3: Operators are standing by. Literally. No, God! <laughs> that's, that's what he hated. <laughs>
0: um, so thank you, Goat. Uh, please don't die out there. Because no. <laughs> we we, uh, we would like to see your... Uh, shining face? That was too much. I, 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 I couldn't even say shining
1: face. Grinning. Grinning face which doesn't what? imply happiness <laughs> it implies it could be because he just got rid of the body I mean like <laughs> he
3: could have just stabbed someone he could have oh good he's
0: not just going to rip me apart in the next uh, Goat remote next week <laughs> Um, thank you Goat for uh, for um calling in and checking in on us we look forward to hearing what you have to say next week or at least I do I don't know about you guys <laughs> Songbird asks, is there anything you find off-putting when it comes to Japanese-related things? Uh, Yeah, the stereotype that apparently all Japanese people are obsessed with 12-year-old girls in miniskirts. Yeah. (sighs) Seriously, what the hell? I think it's an anime thing. I I don't know. Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, stereotypes exist for a reason. Obviously, they're not the rule, but... You know, they, they
0: do have some merit. Yeah. Um, Songbird asks, which American-made games would be the most humorous to play with Japanese-esque theme in mind? What are the differences? And if possible, give us some in-game dialogue. Wait,
3: what was the question again? So <laughs>
0: she wants to know uh, what American-made games that if they were given a Japanese twist, what would be hilarious? Like, uh, Like, for example, if you took Battlefield... You know, if you were playing Battlefield, suddenly the explosions would be bigger. There'd probably be mechs involved. Um, your your Wide-eyed bullets your, your, and when you shoot someone, numbers would appear above their bullet wounds and stuff like that. You know, in terms of damage and things like that. <laughs> um, or you know, Skyrim. You know, with Skyrim, it, suddenly it's turn-based. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to real-time combat and stuff like that. Um, I can only imagine. Um. I don't know. See, there's a lot. There's a lot of creative things that Japanese games do that I can't imagine very well. Facial expressions. To. <laughs> Maybe Western game characters would actually have facial expressions, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, as opposed to you know just being that stoic, you know, chin down, eyes up, you know, stereotype that we seem to have. That even BioShock fell into, which disappoints me. But it was still a fucking good game. Uh, you've played that, haven't you, Dan? I've played BioShock
3: and BioShock. Two. So you haven't played Infinite yet? Not yet.
1: Fix that. <laughs> <laughs> no, r- play r- it better r- than remember- Goat.
3: I, I will actually, like,
0: switch out my things. And- <laughs> I was going to say, remember that Goat played it. The man who, hate, who has hated first-person games for the past 14 years, and it's probably going to be his game of the year. Yeah, if he played it, I gotta play it. <laughs> if that's not an endorsement for how good the game is, I don't know what is. D- didn't he make it to the end of the game without like yes. switching out his... Oh, uh, okay, his... Um, to, uh, vigors. Vigors. To which Charlie and I both looked at him like, how? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was wondering, he's just like, I can't beat the end of the game. I'm like, well, you, you use this power and it's a lot easier. And he's like, how do I switch powers? And that's that's when I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you've played through the entire game if you haven't switched powers once. So that... that That was impressive to me. So not only did he play a game in a genre that he usually doesn't like, he played a game in a genre that he usually doesn't like handicapped. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those where, I'll just skip the tutorial. Yeah, How the fuck do I play this? (laughs) Uh, Songbird asks, I know VJ doesn't like traveling. She knows me so well, guys. (laughs) Um, But you guys have just won a trip to Tokyo, Japan. So what do you do in the land of the rising sun? Uh, I, I go to all of the Pokemon stores. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, i the, know they're all the same thing but okay. i still want to go to i was gonna say them. is there a reason to go to the, is there like certain
0: pokemon no, they're you all get the get same in- damn oh, thing okay. but but still i just want to walk in and be like ah. exactly like that
3: then <laughs> the japanese people that work there would just be like there's this big burly american guy screaming like a little Why girl is
0: viking in our store he come to smash us Yeah, whatever i don't know what would you guys do if you went to japan
1: um, if there's still one open, I'd go to Anna Miller's. I don't know what that is. Um, that is the um, um, it's uh, it's a restaurant where the women are in the maid outfits. Oh, it's, um, be- <laughs> because because it's a it's it's sort of a, a cultural like iconic reference, and they it's, oh, okay. it's, it's one of those things where like I don't is, it, know, it, is
0: it the Japanese equivalent of a Hooters?
1: No, they're covered. <laughs> okay, the clothes, well they're covered in Hooters too, just not very well. <laughs> they're more covered than the Hooters. Girls. Okay, uh, the clothes are about as tight, but they're but they're, they're covered. <laughs> Um but th- i mean that but that's not why to be clear i I'm not, I'm, that's not why it's it, it's more it's, it's um it's it's a uh, kind of an, an anime japanese institution that is um that uh, was going out of business and they might all be close so I would go if i could to say i went while i could um, oh, okay that 's the one thing aside from that um i 've been sitting here trying to remember the name of the um the name of the area where it's like the marketplace where you can buy, buy anything and get anything. It's like, it's, it's like, it's
0: not it. that like Akihabara or anything like that. That, that, is, that, it? Is, that is, is it. That is it. Thank you. I remember seeing that name tossed around on Kotaku at like 3am when yeah. the Japanese people are posting. I'm just like, is it, okay. So yeah, I'd go there too. Definitely visit a Nintendo store. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) More than likely. And then probably like...
0: Like like all my favorite companies have stores in Japan. Square Enix has them. Konami has them. Capcom has them. uh, Nintendo has them. You know, I'd go to all of them.
3: I I, I would just probably be wandering around seeing what the vending machines on the street hold. Just because I know you can buy shirts. They
0: sell PSPs by the pound. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Ooh,
1: real quick, sorry to j- jump in, but I would also go find every weird Japanese vending machine I could possibly get my hands on because they sell the weirdest stuff in vending machines over there. They have underwear vending machines. They have, like...
3: Oh, he, he's yeah. not kidding either. It's I, like... I, I,
0: uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen it featured on Kotaku East at some point. I, I don't... Uh...
3: Like, one of my friends was saying, like, pretty much they have, like, vending machines that have, like, dress shirts and everything just in case you spill a cup of coffee on your way to work. You spill it on your shirt, you can just go get a new shirt right then and there. It's like, it's a genius idea. It wouldn't work in America, obviously, but yeah. genius. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I just found out there's Nana Miller's in Hawaii, apparently.
0: Oh, man.
3: <laughs> we know where Charlie's going. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Uh so thank you Songbird, for your email. Uh thank you everyone for the uh for the mailbag stuff. So that's everything, right? that's that's uh, that's 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 the stuff. Yep. Cool. Uh Dan, do you have any thing you want to plug whatsoever? Go United uh, States Postal Service.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you get your neighbor's mail, just walk <laughs> it over to their mailbox. <laughs> it's 10 What's feet. Other people do. Return the sender. No, they, I'm not kidding. They'll just leave like uh, one house today. Like literally, their mailbox is like two feet from their neighbors. They just left it hanging outside of theirs, and I'm just like, you could have just gone like this.
0: <sighs>
3: I swear to God, people are lazy about it. Miss deliveries happen. People just move it to your neighbor's. So Dan doesn't have a
0: plug. He has a complaint. Yes. <laughs> uh Charlie, do you have anything? Nothing out of the ordinary nothing the out the of which I'll take care of <laughs> uh, of course, if you like what you hear um uh God damn it. <laughs> of course, if you like what you hear, like us on facebook facebook.com slash gamerhead radio follow us on twitter at gamerhead radio um, but we don't use that one, so uh you follow us individually. I'm at Viking Games Live. he's at tech charlie that's t e k Charlie. Dan, do you have a Twitter?
3: I do, but I don't use it. I think it's at Demon Hope. I okay, think.
0: fuck it then. Um, <laughs> of course, we're on Google Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on fucking GamerHeadRadio.com. dot com. Um, please upvote us, like us, favorite us, give us five stars, whatever the fuck it is. Even um, though,
1: even though Mike always says that we don't use the Twitter, uh, the GamerHead Radio Twitter account. At the very least, if you follow it, you can see when the new episode's up. So at least there's that. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. Um, Besides, Charlie's been using it more than I have, anyway. So, <laughs> so that's an improvement, at least. Um That'd explain uh, those weird tweets. <laughs> uh, don't don't worry about those. Those are solicitations for things. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, you know if you have any emails for us whatsoever, uh, email editors at gamerheadradio dot com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, like Goat did, um, call nine four nine two six GAMER. That's 94926 G A M
3: E R. Just wait 55 rings. Yeah. Just wait it. 55 <laughs> rings. I'll fix it already. <laughs>
0: it, that's a bit of an exaggeration, folks. I can confirm it's like 54 rings.
1: <laughs> I feel bad because Charlie looks sad. No, I'm just picturing kicking you. <laughs>
3: I think he's going to throw his glasses down like the other night and walk out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, um, (laughs) we thought we'd end the show a little bit differently this time. Um, Of course, I just released um, a metalized version of Still Alive from the game Portal. Um, Of course, myself on guitar, um, uh, the lovely and talented Miss Jenny Richter on vocals. Um, Charlie helped. Um, he, he, he did all the, uh, tech work on the vocals and things like that. Goat was of course on bass and I did all the drum tracking because I don't know any actual drummers that, you know, have free time. Um, so we're going to end the, we're going to end the show this time with, uh, that song in case you haven't heard it yet. Um, and because it seems appropriate in that respect, this episode of Gamerhead Radio has been brought to you by Aperture Science. We do what we must because we can. This has been Gamerhead Radio.
2: of us except the ones who were dead but there's no sense crying over every mistake you just keep on trying till you run out of cake and the science gets done and you make a neat gun for the people who are still alive
3: Continued. <laughs> Insert disk two. <laughs> <laughs>